I'm here with Jeff Levin, the founder of Jeffrey Oscar Inc., who manages and is business partners with Logan Paul, along with that girl, Lele. What's going on, Jeff? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, i um, been watching your stuff and reading your stuff for a while and just love what you're doing and putting out some good information. So glad to be here and appreciate the time. I appreciate that, Jeff. So I, I was going to say it's been a really quiet year for you. Not much going on, I'm guessing. Yeah, for others, it's maybe been a quiet year and, you know, seclusion, but we've been we've been really busy, um, lucky, you know, and thankful and grateful for, you know, a lot of the opportunities that are happening. Um, yeah. But it's uh, it's not stopped. Um, it's great, though. It's amazing. Yeah, and well, I'm sure over the next month, things are just going into this fight with Logan, like things are just going to be crazy for you. Is it, is it just nonstop? And part of that is how do you find balance in your life? Or right now there's none. Yeah, no, it's, it's important to find balance. I love sports. Um, so those are kind of my escapes to get relaxation, even though there's still, you know, active, uh, I call them active meditation. You know, that's kind of where my happiness is um, truly, but also enjoy building businesses and, and doing business and, you know, working with the two clients that I have that are two superstars. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of the, where the balance is found in the sports and getting outside and being around nature. Yeah, we, we share that. And so I was going to ask, you grew up a sports fan and I know you mentioned your dad's from Boston. So uh, what are your, what did you grow up watching? What's your passion there? Yeah, no, I love all sports. Um, I was a big Devils fan, big hockey fan. Um, watched the Jets for sure for a while. Um, Sorry to hear that. Was not allowed to watch the Yankees uh, growing up in a, you know, home that my dad was from Boston. So watched a lot of Red Sox and obviously the Pats as well. Um, yeah. But really loved all sports. Um, played them all. Um, still do. Um, now getting more into golf. I still play tennis. Picked up skydiving, a little more extreme sport, and uh, and snowboarding. You know, is one of my favorite things in the world to do. That's awesome. That will go down as the uh, great line. It just picked up skydiving. You don't hear, you don't hear that often. And so I would love to yeah, dive my, into that, but I feel like I'm at a thousand questions. No, I mean, it's, it's honestly the best uh, experience in life. I think um, you realize that we have a lot of control in this world and also no control. So it's just realizing that balance and when that plane takes off and, you know, you got about 15, 20 minutes at the most, you know, getting up into uh, drop zone altitude. It's just, you know, quiet down, really thinking about the world, thinking about life, thinking about what before you just, you got to jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And I uh, just saw your beautiful daughter. I'm sure she might uh, pop into your head and uh, all that. It's, uh, now, now, yeah, it's slowed down definitely now for sure. But I mean, look, when you're doing it at a novice level, right, amateur level, like I am, I'm, I'm one jump away from getting my license. You're really doing it safe. You know, it, it really becomes dangerous when you start excelling and pushing the boundaries, I would think in any sport, um, you know, a big snowboarder too. So it's like, you're on a green slope, you know, you're going pretty slow and comfortable and cruising. Not much can happen. You go on the double blacks and, you know, you got cliffs and all this different, you know, steep terrain that you got to really be thoughtful and in the moment. I think that's what's 
it taught me it's you got to be in the moment um but yeah i'm pretty safe opening at high high altitudes and uh you know not really trying to be a daredevil in any way well hopefully uh next time we hang out i can strap myself to you and uh we can have some fun <laughs> i don't have that license that's a long okay. ways away that's all I <laughs> but uh yeah. before we before we go too deep here i love just like always like to kind of hear it from the source so give me a little bit of your background and just kind of bring us up sure. to today if you don't mind sure family of entrepreneurs um and uh i started uh, my own business in college my junior year was a laundry and dry cleaning delivery service then turned into a full concierge service for the university of arizona um my business partner his family was all in entertainment so after we sold that um I, after I graduated and stayed for an extra year, I sold it and went into the entertainment business, um, worked at a small agency in New York just to see if I wanted to do that and uh, really liked it, got bit by the bug and had bigger ambitions. So I moved out to LA and started working at ICM um, and was right on a desk the first day. Um, and then in the training program, um, you know, brought in uh, one of their, you know, big clients in Joel Osteen just met his uh, head of media in a airport lounge, just, you know, being talkative and just being uh, personable. And uh, that was when Google was giving away the hundred million dollars to attract people onto YouTube to take away the advertising money from uh, television, you know, moving a little more off of the cat videos and the UGC stuff into like more programmatic uh, type of content. And my business partner's uncle, um, was Brian Robbins who started Awesomeness TV. So after Joel didn't get picked up by uh, YouTube, um, just because of his religious backing, they didn't Google Ventures didn't want to back that, but his numbers were the highest numbers that they received. I went and worked at Awesomeness and uh, really learned the the digital um, landscape, you know, of what this new world would really be, and recognized, you know previous at ICM that I wasn't going to be representing these huge actors anytime soon or directors I would have to start at the bottom. So this was, you know, at its infancy um, when I really joined, uh, learned so much there that became one of the biggest YouTube networks uh, in the world and uh, it sold quickly to DreamWorks in about two years. Um, so that was an amazing ride. And uh, after that, I went to consult with a couple companies and at that other, one of the companies I consulted with, they were representing Viners for their uh, intellectual property rights. So people were taking people's right, you know, IP and they were putting up on YouTube. And if you didn't have a service to claim it, then some guy in, you know, wherever in the world was making advertising money off of your product. So they were protecting a lot of the Viners and in that arsenal was Logan. Um, and just, you know, my recognition of recognizing talent and in the entertainment space, Logan was really conceptualizing ideas. If you go back and watch his vines today, which you can watch compilations on YouTube, they're amazing. You know, there's a beginning, middle and end. Um, there's storytelling, there's outfit changes, there was setups and everything like that. And he was doing it all. So it, he really is a storyteller and a marketer, that's really what he is. He just happens to be that the product he sells is himself uh, along with it. Um, 
So then you get to know him and he's got a full academic scholarship to the University of Ohio for engineering. He's Dean's List both semesters living in the honors dorm. He's a, in high school, he was an all-state football player and wrestler. So like usually don't find somebody who has accolades in different categories. Um, a lot of people are born with some talents and, you know, that's, they're kind of a one trick type of person, you know, they excel in one, but he excelled in, you know, multiple things. So that work ethic of being the best at multiple different disciplinaries um, is what really also attracted me. One of the hardest workers there is, um, he's also from the Midwest. You don't find, you know, the jock who's, who wants to get into entertainment that often in the U.S. Um, you find them more in the U.K. Uh, in Australia, because, you know, being a thespian, as they say, is a little more like accepted there. Um, but in the U.S., you know, we go after the, the Tom Brady's and the Gronkowski's and the Gretzky's. And, you know, those are the, the legends for us, Michael Jordan, Tiger, et cetera. So to so find somebody who's athletic and also wants to be in entertainment was just, you know, icing on the cake. And yeah. uh, taking my experience from the ICM and representation world, then into the digital world from Awesomeness and YouTube, recognizing really what this could be. And he was doing billions of views and, you know, he had more eyeballs than any television show you could name, you know, 10X, 100X, yet wasn't getting the recognition. So it was, you know, really working on opening that world, um, the world as they call it now, yeah. um, but everybody is an influencer to this day and age. So we really just, you know, started to pioneer and buccaneer it. And, you know, we watched what people were doing and what have done before us. And we recognized that the gatekeepers uh, were really losing power and it was really direct to consumer, direct to your audience ownership, what YouTube really allowed and the phone um, that we're on today allowed. Uh, and, and, you know, we built an amazing business in the past seven years together. Um, it's been a roller coaster of a ride with ups and downs. Um, but, you know, I've stayed the course because Logan at the end of the day is a creative and you can't take creativity away. You know, you can take away fans. You can try to um, take away someone's uh, notoriety in the press because everybody loves bad press. And the U.S. and people in the U.S. love to take down the person that's on top, um, yeah. you know, and that's see him true. fall and then, and then watch him rebuild again. It's just it's that story that, you know, we see over and over. Um, so he lives for creating and he's a hard worker and you know, to have a business partner like him who I'm working tirelessly and giving up time away from my family. Um, you want to have that same output on the other side. And uh, of recent, you know, it's been, it's been an amazing two years for us. He's really come back in the biggest way. He's, you know, fighting Floyd now, the biggest, uh, which was an amazing, of course, we wouldn't pass up. And then now also um, somebody introduced me to this girl um, and uh, a young superstar as well. And now that I've seen the blueprint and what we've built with Logan, it's, it's exciting to be able to go rebuild that again with a female um, girl and uh, African-American girl, especially in these times um, to have a voice and, and to really be a voice of a generation, just like Logan was, he really was yeah. the voice of, 
you know, the YouTubers and in, in that world. And he still is. Everybody's watching what we're doing. And it's gonna be exciting to build that with Lele. She's got a, her own Nickelodeon show. She just started filming um, that will come out this summer. And I think, you know, she'll be a amazing, huge superstar that everybody will be talking about in a year or years to come. Yeah, I mean, it was shout out to, you know, something you said about Logan, which was interesting, right? Is that like, he is such a great creator and like, and that's what he does best. And it's almost like credit to him or you and him, but defining you, because if you, if you weren't doing your job correctly, then he couldn't be, do what he's doing best. And it's like, it's almost like what Tom talks about, right? It's like, if he's not winning on the field, nothing else matters. So if, if number one, if he can't focus on doing what he does best, nothing else matters. And it seems like mm-hmm. you've really embraced that. Yeah. I mean, Logan is a creator, right? He wakes up to want to create and to entertain boxing and sports isn't is a form of entertainment so it's just an extension of what he's doing he likes to do many different things he's gotten into pokemon this past year and entertained and you know hit crazy record numbers so there's really nothing that he touches that doesn't go to the top because he loves what he does and he really understands creation and my job as a as a partner and a you know a manager but more so a consultant and a friend and a, and a confidant is to um, is to guide him with loose reins like you're riding a horse and then pull <laughs> in the reins when they get out of control and then let them loose. Because if yeah. I'm not the creative, right, I give creation and I give ideas and a lot of that stuff, you know, stems from an idea that I give and uh, and then he goes and creates this, you know, unbelievable thing off of it. But um it's, you know, you really got to, it, it's Lauren Michaels quote from uh, the creator of SNL who says you got to, you know, loosely hold them, let the horse run because it knows what it's doing. And then when it gets out of control, you pull it back and then let them go again. I love that. I love it. And so obviously you mentioned it quickly, but um, what you guys have built with Maverick Clothing um, and that brand extension seems like something you guys are both really passionate about and, and from what you see online, it seems very successful. Uh, tell us a little bit about Maverick. Yeah, we, hold on one second, sorry. Just muting you. So sorry, baby, baby things. Um, I know all about it. Yeah, so the Maverick clothing, um, we started it a while ago um, and it was a, behemoth in the beginning we did 40 million in nine months in booked revenue um it was gangbusters when he was you know on the top of youtube and then uh in 2018 19 we kind of like started to restructure it off of merch and into a brand you know a real lifestyle brand athleisure slash streetwear um logan's passionate about you know what the brand really stands for of think different and be outside the box and um, built differently, you know, the definition of a maverick, if you Google it, um, and just loves wearing what he's created and what he's behind because he's passionate about that and creating a culture and giving people uh, a love for life and energy and, you know, and a feeling when you're, you know, wearing that or you're a part of it, uh, almost like a sports team, right? Like you get that feeling and, and it, it helps you propel you to what you're trying to do. Um, so we've kind of restructured it, rebuilding it. There's a lot of new stuff coming out, um, for the Mav athletics that you'll start seeing coming out and, um, really trying to build it into a brand. Um, it, you know, it's global, it's sold in 
it's sold in, we sold it into a hundred and like 50 countries so far. Um, and it's just, you know, that's something that will be a staple for us for a long time because Logan's just like, why would I wear somebody else's stuff when I can wear my stuff? And, you know, yeah. why would I promote that? So no matter how well it does or what it's doing, he's always going to be behind that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's really cool. And, and, you know, I think just to end it here is just, if, you know, if you could tell us a little bit, just how we, you know, I told you a little bit about our community here and how unique it is. Like, is there anything we can do besides checking out Maverick clothing and watching the fight? What else can we do to uh, support what you guys have going on? I think it's just watch it. I think, you know, um, not to toot our own horns, but we're able to really market and storytell and, and brand, you know, our businesses and what we're doing in a really unique and, and, and a passionate way that brings an audience. And I think that's valuable for no matter who you are in the world this day. It used to be siloed into sports player and uh, financier and doctor and educator. And now I think the, the world has been blended together um, that on social media or in storytelling or in video, you have to market yourself and be out there. So what we're doing can be replicated for many others and it needs to be. Um, you'll see it across every brand in the world, every athlete in the world, no matter who they are. It's, this is what the future is, or at least right for now and the near future is you got to be there and you got to be captivating an audience because we live in a fragmented world where there's so much content now and so much available information and stories that how do you rise above the top and also, how do you find your niche audience that you can be successful? You don't always have to have the masses to be successful. Yeah, you said it right. Well, couldn't, have, you know, huge shout out to you and what you guys have done and really appreciate the time today and coming on. And uh, we'll make sure to include links to all you have going on, especially uh, awesome. Maverick Clothing in the, yep. uh, up in the brief. And uh, thank you, Jeff. I really do. And I love what you guys are doing. And I think it's, uh, it's awesome and it's good to find somebody who um, can give you a little bit of context, right, in that fragmented world of stuff. It's, it's really awesome to read.